You're listening to the SSPX Podcast. We're happy to present True Heroes, a series of stories of the lives of the saints presented by Father Thomas Tam. If the world goes against the truth, then I go against the world. St. Athanasius. Hello, my friends, and welcome to True Heroes. Today, we will consider the life of St. Athanasius, whose life was one of constant suffering and persecution in defense of the divinity of our Lord. The name Athanasius comes from the Greek, which means immortal. A little fun fact here, in the modern Greek, it has been shortened to a variety of names, including Athan and Thanos. Yes, for you Marvel fans out there, the name of the crazy guy from the Avengers movies and comics, Thanos, is short for Athanasius and means immortal. Although that didn't really work out for him, did it? He certainly was not immortal. Saint Athanasius, also known as Athanasius the Great, was a bishop and doctor of the church. He is called the father of orthodoxy, the pillar of the church, and the champion of Christ's divinity. The reason for this is because he was the most dedicated opponent of the heresy of Arianism, which was a heresy which specifically denied that Jesus is God. Born in either 296 or 298, but not 297, in Alexandria, Egypt, to a prominent Christian family, Athanasius received a wonderful education in Christian doctrine, Greek literature, philosophy, and rhetoric. He was well-studied in the Hebrew scriptures and the gospel accounts and the Christian text, which would later be recognized by the church as the canon of the New Testament. So at this point in church history, there were there was no official declaration by Holy Mother Church as to which texts were legitimately inspired by the Holy Ghost. That only came a couple of centuries later. He gave credit to the confessors during the Christian persecution under the Roman Emperor Maximian as his teachers of theology. As he grew up, Athanasius befriended many monks and hermits of the desert, including Saint Antony, and he later wrote the biography of that same saint, which is a very famous work uh, even today. Athanasius became Bishop Alexander's of Alexandria secretary in 318 after being ordained a deacon. Around this time, Athanasius wrote his first work, which was a theological treatise on the Incarnation, which is still quoted extensively in Christian theological studies and spiritual literature. Around 323, Arius, an ambitious priest of the Alexandrian Church, denied the divinity of Christ, which is where we get our term, the Arian heresy, and began spreading word that Jesus Christ was not truly divine, but merely created in time by the Eternal Father, which would defeat the whole purpose of our Lord dying on the cross. The idea was the fact that Adam and Eve sinned against God, which would make their offense an infinite offense. So in order for the infinite offense to be forgiven, infinite 
payment had to be made in order to make up for that infinite offense. The only being that exists that is infinite is God himself, so God himself had to be, make that payment be that sacrifice. So if our Lord wasn't God, then the whole point of him dying on the cross was in vain. There, there really was no point. Alexander, the Bishop of Alexandria, demanded Arius produce a written statement on this false doctrine. It was condemned as heresy, and Arius and 11 other priests and deacons were removed from their office for teaching the false doctrine. Arius left for Caesarea, but continued to teach his false doctrine and enlisted support from the Bishop of Nicomedia, Eusebius, and other Syrian prelates. Athanasius, as Bishop Alexander's secretary, was present during the great church debate. He may have even composed the letter that announced Arius' condemnation. Athanasius stood alongside Alexander during the famous Council of Nicaea to determine the matters of dogma. It was during this meeting, summoned by Emperor Constantine, that Arius' sentence was officially confirmed and the Nicene Creed was adopted as the creed of the Church and a worthy symbol of the Orthodox Christian faith. You will remember that the Nicene Creed is said at Mass on Sundays and special feast days, uh, immediately before the offertory. So that prayer that we say before the offertory has existed since the 3rd century. The early Christian church, still undivided, rejoiced at the defense of the true nature of Jesus Christ, true God and true man, so both his natures. To this day, Athanasius is considered the great defender of the faith in both the Orthodox and Catholic churches. Just five months later, Alexander died, and Athanasius succeeded him after being unanimously elected. He was consecrated as the new bishop of Alexandria in 328, in 330, Eusebius approached Emperor Constantine and convinced him to command Athanasius to allow Arians back into communion. Athanasius refused, noting the Catholic Church could not hold communion with heretics who attacked the divinity of Christ. However, Eusebius did not give up on his cause. He wrote to Athanasius trying to justify Arius, and he wrote to the Egyptian Miletians in efforts to have Athanasius removed. The Miletians charged Athanasius with treason against the emperor and authorizing one of his deputies to destroy a chalice being used at the altar by a Miletian priest. He was tried and proved his innocence on all accusations. In 335, Emperor Constantine commanded Athanasius to go to the Council of Tyre, Lebanon. The council was full of Athanasius' opponents and was led by an Arian, so Athanasius realized his condemnation was already predecided. He was exiled for the first time to Germany. I say for the first time because this is, in fact, the main suffering of his life. Over the course of his life, Athanasius was banished five separate times and spent 17 years of his life in exile solely because he defended the doctrine of the divinity of our Lord Jesus Christ. However, the last years of his life were peaceful, and he died on May 2nd, 373 
in Alexandria. St. Athanasius is often shown as a bishop arguing with a pagan, a bishop holding an open book, or a bishop standing over a defeated heretic. He is a patron saint of theologians and hailed to this day as a great defender of the faith. Through his life, we can see the necessity of defending the faith and how we should be willing to go or rather to sacrifice everything in order to defend the faith. Some of you certainly have received the sacrament of confirmation at this point. Others of you probably have not. But this is the point of, or the main grace, I should say, of the sacrament of confirmation is the strength to defend the faith when it is being ridiculed or threatened. So today, let us ask St. Athanasius to really give us that strength, not only to defend the faith, but also to know it. You cannot defend something that you do not know. We have to know our faith before we defend it. So let us ask Athanasius to give us the knowledge that we need and also the fortitude to defend our Catholic faith. Tomorrow we will look at the life of four different saints, St. Alexander I, Aventius, and Theodolus all three of whom were martyrs. Alexander I was a pope, and also St. Juvenal, who was a confessor and bishop. Until then, God bless you all, my friends. St. Athanasius, pray for us.